as well. But we're going to start start with another story, and this is one that we have been following for a while, doing excellent work. So the Cape honeybee species needs to be conserved. There are huge issues and narratives around it slowly uh, having, I don't want to say becoming extinct, but huge issues around that. And so the Community Conservation Fund of Africa have teamed up with the honeybee heroes and they are looking at finding different ways of benefiting the honeybees. Tim Hedges is a trustee of Honeybee Heroes. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Michelle. Nice to talk to you this morning. Tim, let's look first of all at what is going on in the land of the Cape honeybee, not the land literally, but uh, what's the narrative around the honeybee at the moment? Well, I think, uh, you know, if you go back almost five, six years ago, there were a number of um, reports and, and even some uh, exposés that were doing, that done that indicated that uh, the Capensis honeybee, which is the, the primary honeybee in the Western Cape, was, was under threat. And I think uh, over time, um, there's been quite a lot of focus on trying to find ways uh, to, to support and to provide sort of a base where you can uh, work with the bees in a sustainable manner. And I think a lot of, of understanding and knowledge has gone into what is quite a, a, a sort of a disrupted and disorganized industry. And so as a result of that, uh, there are a number of, of uh, organizations that are doing excellent work in trying to uh, stabilize where the bees are, not, not to have them move around too much, not to, not to uh, be so focused on pollination to the detriment of the, of the bee industry and, and specifically of the bees themselves. So I think that's sort of the basis of it, Michelle. So what are you doing? What are the honeybee heroes doing in uh, conjunction with the Community Conservation Fund Africa, CCFA? Well, specifically, the focus for us uh, was, was to try and find um, locations and an environment where we could place either micro or, or larger apiaries on, on land where essentially the bees would have access to food 12 months of the year. So you didn't have to substitute with sugar water or, or, or things like that. And, and the Stanford and Amanus area is just so perfectly positioned uh, with the with the environment mm-hmm. that exists there, and there's so many really really conservation uh, minded people that own land or or have access to conservation areas that are just so excited about the opportunity to place these micro apiaries uh, or apiaries on their land, and then on top of that to give an opportunity to young, uh, um, previously disadvantaged women beekeepers. So we take people from the community and from the land. Uh, that area specifically, and we then train them to become beekeepers. And and watching some of the lights go on has been so exciting for us. Some of the work we've done with the Lamont Wine, where, where the first uh, woman beekeeper is actually into her second phase of beekeeping. Um, it's, it's been absolutely incredible. And along with this, we were able to create this level of sustainability um, as we build the number of, of hives and as we gather momentum uh, from the community around us as well as from the, 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 the conservationists that are there, they just, uh, they just need the vehicle. Uh, and so this, is, this has been literally 13 months in the, in, in the building from start to scratch, or 13, 14 months. And uh, we obviously hit a nerve because uh, this week, and I'm hoping after this conversation, we should hit 10,000 uh, followers on Instagram for Honeybee Heroes. How exciting is that? 
So, okay, you've got 10,000 followers, but the question is, what are they doing to support you? It's all very well to have 10,000 followers who don't support you, or they may support you, but if you've got 10 who are really supporting you, that may be more valuable. So what's the value of those 10,000 followers? So many of these people have put their hands in their pockets and they have adopted for themselves or for their families or for their grandchildren, they've adopted hives. And those hives are the ones that are being placed there. So they are actually funding the creation and the building and the and, and, and the hives themselves. So there are probably at this stage in excess of 150 people that have actively put their money where their mouth is. And you know, for us that is just so exciting. So we invite them to the farm, Willowdale in Stanford, and we and we give them a bee experience after they've adopted a hive. They bring their friends and their family along. And that sort of just creates this momentum and rolls from mm. one to the other. So there's, there's lots of people that are actively involved, Michelle. You'd be surprised how passionate people are about that. bees. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, you've got the greatest bee supporter here in the world. I mean, if any story I can possibly find on bees, I'm the one that's going to cover it. Well, you, Which, you're in hard competition with Angelina Jolie, but we'll give you a second, uh, second spot behind I didn't her. know that. That's such a <laughs> wonderful thing. So, it so, is. She's, she's doing incredible work around the world. Yeah. Uh, and we're hoping to be able to engage uh, with her and her organization because she's also focused on women beekeepers, but yeah. she doesn't have any beekeepers in South Africa. So we're trying to create that and then we'll... Give her a call, but you'll be first on our list, Michelle. Well, there's the lovely uh, Norsi native that are doing great work as well. They do excellent work when it comes to honey. Tim, you mentioned the Feinbos, and that is something which really does offer something unique. Uh, it, it really is a unique selling point for, for the creation of honey in South Africa. The Feinbos adds a different taste to the honey. Are you guys focusing on the Western Cape because it does offer something different? Michelle, I think the basis of where of where this whole initiative came from was sort of where where we lived. Um, so yeah. myself and my fellow trustees live in Cape Town, Stanford, and Amanus. Yeah. And and I think that was sort of the the, the creation of the dream. Uh, this 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 literally could could mushroom and grow to the different areas who also where they also have unique uh, scenarios. But you know, an example would be, you know, we we spent some time in Elgin. And even though it's known as an apple, an, an apple environment where a lot of, um, of commercial pollination needs to take place specifically at this time of the year, on those farms, there's huge tracts of, or, or tracts of and areas where there's natural vegetation that is providing lots of, of, of food for the bees. So there's no need to bring in new hives every year. Uh, so, so, you know, you talk about the, the location, and we're saying Western Cape at this stage has got so much work for us to do I'm hoping that in 18 months or in two years' time, we're able to do the same thing in the Eastern Cape and, and in KZN. Uh, but we would, we would need to partner with people that know that environment. But this multi-flora or this, this unique floral kingdom we have of Fangos is just, it, it surprises me every single month because there's something different and something uh, different tastes, different flavors. So we're doing quite a lot of tasting on honey at the moment, which is, which is just, you know, bringing to the fore that, that once you're established in the area, there's certain times of the month that that, that even within the Feinbos flavor, you will get, you will get different tastes and and and, uh, and experiences from that honey. So, Tim, if people want to get hold of Honeybee Heroes, maybe they want to sponsor a beehive, and someone who is a beekeeper, how do they get on board and do that? So there's a number of places. We are quite active on social media, but uh, on, on the website, it's, it's www.honeybeeheroes.com. 
Uh, or alternatively, just search for Honeybee Heroes on, on Instagram or on Facebook. Uh, there's lots of activity going. There was a bee course yesterday, so there's some new mm-hmm. postings there that are uh, some great photos. They actually, the first beehive they went to, they were able to establish and find the queen was actually sitting right on top. So it's sure. very, very seldom that you get the opportunity to photograph the queen. So anybody that would like to adopt a hive or would like to, to engage with us and tell us your story uh, and, and, and see how we can we can work together, please uh, make contact with us and, and, and the amazing PR team at Honeybee Heroes will, uh, will be in touch with you. Tim Hedges is a trustee of the Honeybee Heroes and you can go online and check out honeybeeheroes.com. 20 past 8.